Welcome back, everyone, to the Chip Lunch Podcast. It's very exciting to have you with us, whether you are using your ears or your ears and your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that, say that to just looking at you, doesn't it, if you yeah. can get a laugh out of you, Brayden? Yeah. Welcome. Easy laugh. <laughs> Easy lover. Yeah. I would, I <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Phil Collins for your morning. <laughs> yeah, <that's Great> <laughs> <laughs> He's an easy lover, Brayden. I think your husband has a Dill Collins shirt. Phil really likes Phil Collins. Does he? Yeah. And I bought him a Dill Collins with a picture of a pickle <laughs> on his T-shirt. It's <laughs> an epic shirt. Well, uh, welcome Thanks. to Kiralee, who's yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> we Thank didn't you. really introduce you, but That's welcome. Okay. Thank yeah. you. I think, did we introduce um, your <laughs> husband before? Well, we introduced Phil Collins, not oh, just uh, a Phil, just a different Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I just quickly want to mention that Ethan yes. is alive. He hasn't been yes. on the chip lunch in a while. Yes, he but is alive. It's just the way that Fridays have rolled out at the moment that I've ended up on more. And he's also in Sheffield. He's, he's in Sheffield. Right he's currently now, in Sheffield. Pretty exciting. Really? Yep. I was texting him. Wow. The other day, because yeah. he went to see the Arctic Monkeys, who are from Sheffield, at Sheffield Wednesday's Stadium, Hillsborough. Yeah. But I was very That's excited cool. that one of my favourite bands, The Hives, are supporting them. Yeah. So I'm like, you're going to enjoy The Hives more than the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, <laughs> it's a big claim. But anyway, yeah, that's why Fish hasn't been on in a little while, but he'll be back. And yeah, I'm sure Fish. there's plenty of stories to tell. Fish is Ethan, if anyone's listening, they don't know why. I don't, I don't <laughs> know, why is he called Fish? Uh, it is, I think it was, we talked about this in Lewis's episode or something. Anyway, uh, a teacher was reading out the role when he was in high school. <laughs> and said crawfish instead of crawshaw, <laughs> and then <laughs> like crayfish. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So and that is, th- he's been fish ever since. I like that. I didn't know that actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's so really he good. became fish to school friends, and then people mm. didn't know his name because they just called him fish. I see. Well. And now I kind of use it interchangeably, forgetting that people don't know who fish is. So okay. Well, everyone, everyone will know now. It's out yeah. on. It's going to be out on the internet. They're all fine. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, let's let's move on. It's something like, like it's ex- it's wholesome. It's not like oh he looks like a fish or something like, like oh. some high school nicknames. That guy's definitely a dory that kind. Definitely a snapper. <laughs> dory. Uh, yes, Kiralee, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you. On short Hi. notice, it's my request. Right. Thank you for turning up. Pleasure. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, how are you feeling? Are you excited? And nervous or just nervous or? Um, oh, yeah, both. Blase. No, not blase. <laughs> Excited and nervous. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, why, don't we, why don't we kick it off, Brandon? Do I, I always like to give you the, the honours. <laughs> the first question. First question. Kiralee, how do you mm. like your hot chips? Um, yeah, chicken salt. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry We're about that. We're on a streak. <laughs> or not chicken salt but with aioli. Ooh, so yeah. just no, so no salt? Oh, no, plain salt. Plain salt and aioli. aioli. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. A few yeah, aiolis have come on the podcast. Yeah, I feel like it's a recent thing. Like mm. I don't remember like mayo with chips growing out, but I feel like mm. oh, not mayo though. Well, it it's has not to be aioli. Oh, I love <laughs> that. that she's pulled you up on that. <laughs> just you, fancy do you want to explain the difference? I don't it's got know. Garlic it's in it. Better it's, that's the garlic. only difference, is it? I feel like it has yeah. something else different in it. It has garlic for sure, but I think like it has something aioli else. Just I don't know. If I, I took my phone out of my pocket. You know, there's you know, guys, there's this thing called the internet. Never heard of it. The what? I made aioli <laughs> ones actually. Yeah. How did it go? Yeah. Um, pretty good. It's you've got a immersion blender to make. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I probably would have actually. I don't remember. Yeah. It was spin up the oil. Yeah. And the egg. 
Yeah. So that's you do that lot. with mayonnaise too, right? I think so. So okay. you're right. It probably is the same thing. Here we go. The Spruce Eats is going to tell us. Aioli is one of the hottest condiments in restaurants <laughs> across the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is a thick garlic sauce, a traditional condiment from... In the cuisine of province, France, and oh, oh, it's a place in France, sorry, and Catalonia in Spain. There you go. True aioli is an emulsion created with just garlic and extra virgin olive oil. Oh. So no eggs. No egg. Yeah, that's what it's saying. Okay. Mayonnaise is an emulsion created with egg yolk and oil. Uh, so maybe that's the main difference, egg. but maybe they're a bit interchangeable yes. now. Well, there we learned something today. <laughs> Well, I thought we were going to learn a few things today. Well, we'll find Just out. Just one of them. <laughs> uh, do you get that from uh, your chips from anywhere in particular? Or you just... Um, are you like, I want hot chips, I know where I'm going. I don't really... I really ate a lot of hot chips when I was pregnant. <laughs> but no, partic- like I'm not a regular hot chip person. That's okay. Just wherever. We won't judge yeah. you. No. I do like a hot chip, like chips at, at a pub. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, is good. And in that case, you wouldn't get chicken salt because generally chips at a pub don't come with chicken salt. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <coughs> so, yeah. Okay. Mm. Cool. Uh, we happy to move on? <laughs> 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 I feel like I'm trying to think of an aioli mayonnaise question, but I can't think of anything. But it's um, I feel like aioli is thinner too. That's what I was going to say. Oh, I think okay. mayonnaise is thicker. Aioli is thinner. Would you agree or disagree? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you really ask really great questions on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> it's my job. You said that um, you ate a lot of hot chips while being pregnant. Do you mm. have any other memories that you associate with getting hot chips? Mm. Um, People have a lot of stories about grandparents. Oh, really? Chips. No, we used to get hot chips and gravy after school from the chicken shack in Engadine. Chicken mm. Jack. Mm. What a great name. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicken Jack. <laughs> and, yeah. With gravy. With, oh, yeah. Wow. That's actually the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So would you change your answer? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that because of memories associated um, with school? I think it's the memories, yeah. Uh, that's cool. After school, chips and gravy. Mm. Yeah. On like a cold day. Yeah. yeah, you're like we hate school. Let's go get <laughs> chips. <Yes. laughs> I hate that teacher. <laughs> you know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like because they've got gravy on them. They're very soggy, yeah. so it's very messy. That part of it's uh, not. So good. I don't like the soggy bit. No, that's what we talked about. I think crispy is better. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Except for, and we always give him a shout out, Wang, <laughs> 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 who puts his chips in the fridge before what? eating them. Yeah. Yep, because he likes them soggy. Yep. No, wow. and cold. Yeah, he likes them cold. Wow. And he liked, I think he was saying that he likes, I'm repeat, I've repeated this before, but he likes ordering McDonald's chips like on Uber Eats or Deliveroo because when they arrive, they're cold. <laughs> no good, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that is the outlier <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, really, yeah, it's definitely a memorable, memorable option in terms of I've all the podcasts it, we've I've brought done. it up you a number of times. <laughs> Every episode, I have to do it now. <laughs> Remember, Wang. Um, anyway, uh, shall we move on? Sure. Okay. Next question, <laughs> Curly, is how did you become a Christian? Um, well, I was listening to Fees last week and it was a little bit similar, actually. All so right. my mum also used to drop me up to a Sunday school at Engadine Anglican Church mm-hmm. um, when I was in early primary school. 
Um, and I also went to like the GFS, which was a bit like Girls Brigade. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Like a girls what is GF- midweek. It was Girls for? Friendly Society. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn so to be friendly? So there was like girls, there was like GFS and SEBS, which is the boys. Okay, oh, okay. yes. I heard of SEBS, of course. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. same thing. Um, so I went to that through a friend who also wasn't a church family. Um, and then she stopped going, but I kept going. Um, and so I, yes, I quite liked Sunday school. I particularly liked it when they did craft. Mm. And I have a very strong memory about one week we made a wagon. Ooh, and I have wow. no idea why or what, like, <laughs> Out of Bible what? story it was <laughs> connected to. <laughs> but it was like a full-on wagon with, like... I don't remember the parable of the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a wooden wagon with, like, wheels and nails and, like, a oh, fabric top. Wow, that's it was, cool. It was that's very legit. cool. Well, no wonder you liked it. I know, yeah. it was amazing. Um, yeah, so I kind of... I learnt about God from there... And I, but I kind of developed this idea of God. I didn't, I did not understand Jesus. I took away from it like we had killed Jesus and that was a really bad thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And I used to, I can remember praying at night time as a child, like feeling very sad about that. (laughs) And, um, and also I definitely must have taken away like our sin as people and um, yeah, I guess our, our, I suppose that God is perfect and that we are not. I internalise that quite a lot. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I knew and understood about God at that age. And then I got to high school and I had a friend who was from a church, from Engadine Anglican Church, I didn't keep going to Sunday school um, by that point um, and got to year seven in, in scripture and I can remember at the scripture lesson, I I remember hearing that Jesus had not only died for us but that he'd also lived a blameless life on our behalf and that was mind-blowing to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's when I really I got it. Um, and they were running, I think, the equivalent of your chip lunch, oh, yeah. like ICF. Yeah, cool. Um, and apparently that's what you did if you, like, it was like, this is the Christian group. And mm. I was like, well, I'm a Christian. I'll go along to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I went along um, and I would just go along to that with, um, and I built probably built some friendships with some of the girls in my grade um, and I was in a few classes with them, so different to my other set of friends. I sort of had mm. two groups of friends throughout um, high school. What grade were you in, sorry? This is in year seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then got invited to youth um, and started going to youth and um, had a really beautiful youth leader who was just so willing to talk with me. And I was so just wanting to know more about Jesus and wanting to read the Bible. And she would meet up with me before youth every week and read the Bible with me one-on-one. She would like, like, she'd gave me time to ask heaps of questions and 
Of course, I started with reading Revelation as you do. <laughs> I did exactly the did same you? thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'll start at the back and go yeah. backwards. I just remember asking end. Fee some wild questions. Yeah. I'll find at the end of the story. So. I was like, Fee, what is going on with yeah. this book? <laughs> yeah. She's like, Seriously. yeah, probably don't start there. Yeah, that was also Katie's advice. <laughs> Why don't you start in the Gospels? <laughs> is that because you reckon both of you thought it was just like a book? Like a story from beginning to end? Yeah, and I think I just no. thought if I started at the end, the answers would be at the end. Okay. Uh, like, well, Kirillie just said no. <laughs> not for me, but I don't. Yeah. I think it just fascinated me. Yeah, it is pretty out there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I like, I kind of was a bit superstitious as a mm. year seven girl. Like I was kind of into like palmistry and astrology and... That kind of You're like, could you read my palm right now? No, oh, okay. not anymore. Maybe <laughs> not anymore. I'm out of there, practice. Yeah, <laughs> but I was just kind of really fascinated in all that kind of thing. So I it's think like maybe a, a revelation a that kind of like yeah. um, big spiritual ideas maybe mm-hmm. really interested me, and I was very like, yeah, okay, maybe quite superstitious on reflection, but I was like. <laughs> I think I was very worried about the spiritual world as well. Oh, okay. And that's why I went to Revelation because I was very concerned about what, I, like now I very understand very differently, but like the Satan and all mm. that, like I was very concerned about those things. So mm. I think that's why I went there first. Mm. Um, that come from anywhere um, that you can think of? No, no. Mm-hmm. What the Just the astrology? fascination, yeah. Just all um, the fascination with... That kind of thing, because I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think I had ever had anything yeah. like that prior to being a Christian. I don't know where it came from. Hmm. Yeah, weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, Katie was um, absolutely formative in my early yeah, that's cool Christian life, and um, just kind of grew from there. Kept going to youth, and yeah. Is there any point where you like think you there was a you're like oh, I'm definitely a Christian now? Or was it was at that time? It was that moment in in scripture. Okay. I think is the most defining moment of really understanding what Jesus had done. Got it. Yeah, I don't remember any other moments of of decision. It just kind of was like obvious. Mm. Was there yeah. any? Um, some some people said like when they had to make a choice between what like God would want them to do. And almost like someone, like even their friends or the world wanted them to do. Was there any point like that for you around that time where you're like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this or I'm doing this instead? Um, I think constantly. And I think in that, I don't know, in that like teenager time, I think because I sort of started to follow Jesus so early, it became my identity quite early in high school. So there wasn't really a, so much of a a big moment of of choosing one way or another, but there were lots, like so many things. Like my my main friendship group were not a church going group, and so the main time I spent with like the main people I hung out with didn't go to church, didn't follow Jesus, but I I was very committed to. <laughs> Trying to share Jesus with them. So, oh, yeah? yeah. What did that look like? So, so you're um, laughing. So something, <laughs> something funny's got to happen there. Oh, well, I don't know. Like I just, um, 
I took that role quite seriously as a very young person and that's why I'm laughing because I was so I was quite young but mm-hmm. I took I very took that really seriously mm-hmm. um and like I was the kid up like by year 11 and 12 it's because I ended up being a prefect in year 12 and so I'm like I'm the kid up on assembly like announcing ICF and like corralling the troops <laughs> come on christians um, yeah like we did the like you guys did hot chips all the time but we would do that occasionally and so yeah, yeah. yeah we we're kind of i would say going me hot chips wasn't very regular oh right. so, no. okay <laughs> i think it's gone in waves yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. been times of no chips and times yeah. of lots of yeah. chips yeah so definitely like yeah lots of moments of choices and and moments of times that i um i guess compromised as well mm. Um, and we still do that now. I, yeah. th- I think I do. Anyway. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of an exact example for you. That's all right. Did you? <laughs> is there a moment you just like went in a room and said, you must be Christians? Oh, no. <laughs> not like that. More just like I was just very. You should come. Yeah. You should come. Just yeah, like I invited insisting. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you must have had good relationships with a lot of people at school to be able to do that, though. Yeah. Which is yeah. no yeah. mean feat. Like yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of friendships. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't, friendships, yeah, I don't know. But I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> those like days I, I, I don't know. Like, they, I kind of, I think I was known as the Christian. Like, oh, here she comes. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not in a terrible way. Yeah. I think, yeah, and I probably would have copped a bit of flack for that sometimes. Yeah. How did you deal but, with that then? Because, um, like, if you got something from Year 7 and you said it became yeah, your identity, you must have got later. pretty, pretty good at it. It would have been later, like, yeah. probably. Or, yeah, so it probably, like, would have taken a few years to get to that point. So I'm just thinking, like, through timeline. So, yeah, Year 8 and Year 9. So I'm talking probably, like, oh, no, Year 9. So, like... Just context, my dad passed away when I was in year nine. Mm. He had leukaemia. And um, by that point, I was quite um, really committed to being at youth. And I'm just trying to think in my head where I was at. It's all right. Um, Because like our, and it blew my mind, our youth leader at the time came along to his funeral. And not just the leader, but like the equivalent of the youth pastor or whatever and that meant the absolute world to me that he was there Mm. um so i think i suppose by year nine but it was probably more like senior high school that i was really looking to i think i i took the probably the the great commission to go and make disciples to the world quite seriously (laughs) um which is good um do you think you're and still I still do. Yeah, I was going to say, you're still the same now. I still do. Um, and it might lead into the following question of what I have would tell my younger self, but I think sometimes I took my role in that a bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, like taking on yourself rather than letting God do yeah. the work? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. We're just I tempted to do it. that all the time, though. Yeah. This is me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Than, yeah. So... What does later high school look like for you? You're obviously still very committed to going to youth group, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you, uh, like, what about around the time of the HSC and do you have any plans once you finish school about, like, what you wanted to do? 
in terms of career or or whatever? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to do a. <laughs> so in like the idea of, I used to go to a lot of um. Do you remember like those missions conferences? No. Oh, there was a missions <laughs> conference. Brayden and I come from non-Christian families. Okay. <laughs> so. There was like some kind of, it, it must have been in either very late high school or uni, but um, some kind of mission kind of, not. it wasn't CMS, it was something else. Um, but anyway, I... I remember coming away from that very committed with the idea that I would um, follow God wherever he would lead me to go. And <laughs> sorry, it's clear that I think about things a lot. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> I like it when you like stop and then you think about something you do and then you laugh at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I must have been praying through that one day and the place that I thought I would not want to go because <laughs> I would it would be like a completely opposite culture from what I was used to would be to go to China. It was like the in my brain, like the opposite yeah. place of what I would understand. Mm, and so then in my brain I was like, well I have to be willing to go wherever. So <laughs> I have so to get I ready to go to China. Seriously. So then I was like, I'll study like because I I thought I'll do nursing. Yep. I'll study like an international like double international studies and nursing degree because then I'll learn Mandarin. Not true. I, didn't yeah, I think up. you're just, you're very committed. Yeah. But you're just very, maybe just I young. have a lot of young. ideas. Yeah, that's, yeah. There's no problem with ideas. Yeah. A lot of ideas and quite young. Yeah. Um, and anyway, but I decided to um, study nursing cause, because it is a career that you can take anywhere around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so uh, what happened? You're laughing at yourself, but I think that's rather prescient as a young person going, I'm going to study something so I can yeah. go on mission. Yeah, I just... Like I know you're giving I yourself a bit always, of a hard time there. Well, I, I don't know. Like I, I definitely take myself way too seriously sometimes. <laughs> so, And that's something that I've needed to grow through in my life. <laughs> okay. So it's good to have a sense of humour about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, like I just, I just really have always really felt the burden to, in a good way, the burden to share Jesus because mm. he's just wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's part of that. Um, Did you end up going anywhere? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I've like Phil when Phil and I later were married. Um, we did like a very short term thing over in Mozambique, but it was like mm. a two week thing. Okay. Yeah. Like we'll a more like exposure. Yeah. I would like to come back to that though. Um, as long as I can spell Mozambique while I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, did it. Yeah. But um, I suppose like when you're asking me about decisions, like mm. um, practically what that looked like often is because I was also work, like, so I'm thinking like, either during high school or during uni, like you're also working part-time to support yourself financially. Um, and so that would mean that I would be 
when I was at youth myself, I'm at youth Friday and I'm committed to church on Sunday. So the only time I can work is Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And that's always the roster that I request. And that means practically that I was not available to go out to the stuff that my um, non-church going friends would go to. Like, and I was very much in there. Like we were, we still are actually, or like we still have a very tight friendship. That's nice. um, Which is awesome. Um, but yeah, like even now, like they'll recount the stories of those parties and they were wild. Mm. Um, and I wasn't a part of a lot of them because I was usually working. Mm. Um, I'd occasionally go after work or I'd be at youth. And then once I finished um, school, then I was leading youth as well. Mm. So I guess that's a, a decision. And it can, and at work as well, like when I started doing, like working as a nurse, that became quite challenging because it's really hard to request shifts <laughs> as a nurse. Yeah. Um, and at the time, my what I felt was right was to be committed to, like, youth and church. Um, mm. And so that was actually really hard because Phil and I got married, like, the year that I started nursing. And so we had hardly any time together because I'd be either leading, leading youth or... Um, working night evening night shift shifts and, and yeah. yeah it was hard so I didn't last very long in shift work actually yeah I don't know how people do it by the way I yeah shift work it's yeah I moved to community nursing only like three years in mm. yeah because yeah. it just didn't work for our life yeah I, I mean you're talking about your marriage I don't know how it works for you if, even if you're single or whatever it's just like yeah oh it would work for me if I was single because I'm quite a night like an evening oh. I get a second wind at about nine o'clock mm-hmm and <coughs> I'm quite happy to stay up late and sleep in, which doesn't work with parenting. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, so I've had to learn to not live like that. But if I was a single person, yeah, the evening shifts would suit me quite uh, well. Okay, Because mm. you have, like, when you're in a hospital and you've got nurses or midwives and like they're quite chirpy at, like... <laughs> 2am in the morning yeah. I'm like, God, I'd, I'd be so annoyed at this like having to work and be tired at the same time no no good oh, yeah i thrive the, oh, i feel I'd like thrive. if it hits 10 30 and i'm up and going i'm i can go all night mm-hmm. it's like yeah. my brain yeah i find that when i'm trying to do work as well like if i want to stay up and want to work i'll start at 10 30 and i feel like that's when my brain turns on yeah, seriously. Which that's is really do, like yeah. all the creative stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. really? Ab- yeah. Have you yeah, heard definitely. about the sleep chronotypes? It's quite interesting. Oh no. And it's me. like um, so. There's four different ones, and they like relate it to um animals. I want to be a bear. Bears so there's cool. the bear. It wakes near sunrise and has an afternoon energy dip and is tired by the end of the day. No, that's not me. The wolf struggles to wake up, has a late day energy surge. Yeah. And does best thinking at night. Yeah. And then the lion is natural born early bird and loses steam throughout the day and prefers early bedtimes. And the dolphin struggles to wake and fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Tired all day and wired in the evening. Lazy dolphin. I think I'm a bear. I think I'm a wolf. Yeah, wolf all the way. But I also. What's the difference between a bear and a lion? The bear and the lion. So the bear wakes near the sunrise and has an afternoon energy dip. The lion is always an early bird. And loses steam throughout the day and prefers an early bedtime. Yeah, that's Phil. Okay. Well, this uh, that's why I think I'm the bear because I do have like this energy boost at about eight, but then it okay. doesn't last very long. Yeah. But I don't like to be creative at night. I'll be in the mornings where it. I prefer to be. I love it. If I'm mm. 
writing or whatever. Yeah, I my my big thing being married now is not playing guitar. At mm. Too late. Mm. <laughs> Can you just put headphones in or something? Oh, I'm still pretty loud. Oh, even when you're strumming, it'd yeah. be loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, comment on the podcast on the on the YouTube comments. <laughs> which sleep chronotype? We could put, we could put the, the the graph thing that. Yeah, that's I'll send it. I'll send it. Ek can put it up. Ek can put it Love up. That. This is from a board certified sleep specialist. <laughs> oh, awesome. It actually is. I think I remember reading about it. It's, it's actually like my mate once said. Yeah, I, was, I knew. I knew a guy. Um, <laughs> I forget his uh, name, but I, it actually has been. He is a sleep specialist, but I can't remember who actually came up with it. Anyway, oh, there's also people doing chronotype schedules. If you're a wolf, for mm. example. I feel like whoever the dolphin is has got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Just tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being awake. Here you go. So you were a wolf. Didn't you say you were a wolf? Yeah. All right. It says, here's a suggested schedule for you. This is. 8 to 9 a.m. I think you said that too, didn't you, Karen? Uh 8 to 9 a.m. wake up. Perfect. Hey, you see? This is interesting. Okay. Any time. 12 to 1 p.m. and 6 to 9 p.m. is peak productivity. Do you reckon mm. that's true? 6 to 9 p.m. seems early. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit early. Okay. 9 to 11 p.m., wind down and relax. 12 a.m., go to bed. Yeah. I feel like my problem is if I'm still awake at like 11 o'clock, like say I've gone to bed a bit late or I am like was thinking through some things while I was trying to fall asleep, it's 11, I'm like, oh, no, now I'm awake. Yeah. Now I'm not going to sleep for at least a couple, another couple of hours. Oh, really? Okay. And that, none of that works with parenting. No. <laughs> It really doesn't, does it? No. <laughs> um, yes, uh, three of my family are early birds and the other two are not. <laughs> so it works really well because I'm always up. Um, where, was it, where were we going for that? We were chatting about nursing, nursing and how that oh. worked quite oh, well. Because we're talking mm. about the decisions to prioritise yes. um, being in, at church because it's important. Um, I actually um, respect your heaps for that because I don't know if there is... Not every young person decides to do that, mm. but I think it's I think it's really important. I think it also like we've talked about discipline and stuff before. Like having a something that's important and you're like this is happening every week helps mm. you kind of massage your week in a way yeah. that um, you know I think making God a, yeah making God and His people a priority really makes a difference to your life. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, 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 and like as well, no judgment if you can't do that because mm. it's also it was like god's provision that i was able to ross like i was yeah. able to it, it like i would trust god for like i don't know it's hard to explain but i also was grateful that my requests were granted mm. there yeah. wasn't really ever a time that they weren't okay yeah. granted yeah. and i was put in a situation like yeah so I'm sure that that's not the case for everybody. But yeah, definitely. But you also my made that. <laughs> I think it was cool that yeah, you'd made that decision. Like this is how I'm going to try and do it. Yeah. And let God take care of it. Yeah. And sounds like most of the time, oh, the vast majority always. of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, really interesting. Which was hey? really cool. Can you tell us about you talking about youth leading as well? Yeah. Tell us about how you got involved in that and yeah. what you what God taught you through that because. Like, yeah. you know, we place here at Sorrel we place a lot of importance on youth ministry because yeah. so many of us grew up through it, then led yeah. it. Um, and I think we learnt, I think what I don't realise is the lessons that I learnt as a youth leader, just like life skills, being mm. a youth leader, 
So um, that's why I wanted to ask the question is like, what was, what was cool about youth leading for you? Mm. Well, I was <coughs> very passionate about staying with the same cohort of girls because that's what our experience was with, mm. so that youth leader I talked about earlier, she stayed with us up until year 10. Um, and then we had another long-term leader and that was so helpful for us in, I say us, like the group of us who mm -hmm. are also still now really good friends. Yeah. There's a bit, big group. Um, it was probably like, yeah, a solid group, like seven. Yeah, right. Mm. Seven That's of cool. us. Yeah. Um, yeah, just so formative to have a leader who gets to know you beyond Friday nights. Mm. Like she would, mm. bless her, like <laughs> she would meet up with us also during the week just to hang out with us after school. She called <laughs> And we would do craft together. Oh, you loved it. <laughs> you, craft, you, built, you built yeah. a wagon? Yeah. <laughs> we made cushions and we called ourselves the Sisters in Christ or Sick for short. Fully sick. And we sewed these little like fabric cushions with SIC on them yeah. and like just all the camps and stuff. We were really, really close and we, um, yeah, having her to, to talk to about real life stuff like like dating when you're in high school and like... Like who who's a good thing who's a good person to date and mm. like what's what's a good decision as a Christian in this circumstance and um, yeah she really loved us which was really good and so I was really wanting to take that into the way that I would lead and so myself and um, another leader Sim we co co led a, a group of girls all the way to year twelve right. um, and yeah I. I very love them very much. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's just had a baby. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, I haven't gone to see baby yet. But okay. um, yeah, so um, what was the question? Yeah, youth leading. It was really just about, about youth leading. Um, well, so you, you just told us then why you were so keen to do it because you had someone that invested so much time yeah. in you guys. Yeah, oh, and what I learned. Yeah, um, you wanted to do the same thing. Obviously. Yeah, just I think having deeper relationships with the girls mm. beyond just Friday night and like what you, we do, you guys. Sorry, I, I say um. you guys because like I've only been a part of this church for two years, so I definitely feel still a, while. <laughs> a part of Solis, but yeah. um, I didn't grow up here, so yeah. that's why I say you guys. No, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, same as what you hear of it's not just like a, a leadership relationship, but it's a friendship. Mm. And um, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, not our, not all like the girls that, that we led stuck around. Um, yeah, and I try and remember to pray for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what I, something I've reflected on occasionally about youth leading is I think and it was probably a reflection of the way that maybe Bible study and I guess maybe church doctrine was um, the emphasis to get stuff right was where we previously were. Anyway, that's a whole another rabbit hole. But um, I think as a leader, I would focus more on just 
really understanding where those girls were at with Jesus mm. rather than focusing on how they should live as a Christian before really just journeying with them. And I think maybe probably allowing them more space to just be honest about where they're at. I don't know how much of a culture I was thinking about that with fees come like from conversation again last week is I love the culture of of just naming that not everyone who comes along follows Jesus Mm. because then you can have those honest conversations but if the culture is like an expectation that oh we all follow Jesus here and therefore this is the way you should be living Mm. um I think you get to the end of that youth time and there's not that deeper relationship with Jesus there. So like why, Mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think on reflection, I'd probably lead like specifically Bible studies and stuff quite differently. Mm. But yeah. Are you doing your best at the time? Oh, 100%. I'm not not, like feeling too like self-critical about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I actually really appreciate how <laughs> we're going to ask the question. Like, we've got the question at the end, which is, like, <laughs> what would you like your younger selves to know? But you've already done that a couple of times already. <laughs> like, it's just a very reflective podcast. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying that. It's a sermon with application weaved in, right? Oh, just wow. at the end. <laughs> very nice. That's my favorite way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so then you decided to do nursing. Yeah. So you went to uni. Yeah. Which uni did you go to? I went to UTS, oh. which I loved. Did you? Yeah. yeah Why I did really you love loved it? it. Um, because it was in the city and, and it cool wasn't or? in the Shire. <laughs> like I just really felt like I was in such a bubble mm. and I really needed to experience some different, even though it's only just Sydney, like I just really needed to not go to Wollongong where or everybody else I knew Everyone's was going. Everyone from the Shire goes, yeah. <laughs> um, so I went to UTS um, and part of that, meant that I had to travel to Karingai campus for oh. for nursing, yeah. especially in first year. I had to go there maybe twice a week. Yeah, right. And then, oh, no, it was maybe only once because um, I did the city intake. But the nursing program had two intakes at Karingai and the city. And I was in the city intake, but they still – heaps of the labs were at Karingai and it's such a hike to get to and I didn't drive yet. Oh, <laughs> so I'm like yeah. any public transport. Yeah. Um, but I made some really nice friends and, yeah. like, they – one of them lived in Kirribilli and she'd pick me up from Milson's Point and oh, we'd drive. Oh, I know, wow. it was mad. Um, also, yeah. living in Kirribilli has got to be have some perks to it. It was, yeah, it was pretty fun. What a lovely spot. I know. She wasn't um, She wasn't like the Prime Minister's daughter or no. something. Like <laughs> no, she wasn't. She had a very nice house though. Um, awesome. Yeah, it was just, yeah, uni was really fun. I had a really good time at mm-hmm. uni. Met some great people. I didn't, I wasn't, like, yeah, I... I Heaps of stuff about fees. <laughs> Podcast is like really like, Thanks oh for listening. yeah, that was my experience too. Like I wasn't really involved heaps at like the formal Christian group at uni because I was, I was so busy with like yeah. my yeah. own church stuff. Well, that's what we've said too. Yeah. Is that, well, we're just happy to get out of uni and then we're, we're leading youth on a Friday night yeah. or something. Yeah, it's busy, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, did nursing. Mm. Um, always interested in mental health, so... At my uni, they did a sub-major um, in mental health at right. the time, so I did that. Um, when did I 
get married. Oh, then got married and started nursing that year, same year. Yeah. Oh, right. Started like working and married the same year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was quite young. I was 21 when oh, I got married. That is quite young. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, got, yeah, I, got, well, I, was, I was 23 when I got married. Yeah. Karen was 22. Yeah. And she finished, she finished uni. Was she still at uni when we got married? It's very young, isn't it? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't feel like that at the time. Like, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, okay, so let's talk about your husband, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> How long were you dating before you got married then? Because um, we were like five years, Karen and I. But Yeah, not as long mm. um, since I was 19. So like two and a bit years yeah, yep. before we got engaged. And yeah. so getting, <laughs> getting married... Yeah. But then starting nursing. And yeah. And then you got in church. So. It was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot going on. It was busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about reflections, would you have done it slightly differently? Um, Looking back not. on it? <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. It was okay. How did you meet Phil? Oh, yeah. Um, at church. But he's, so he's four years older than me. Um, and, oh, that's something actually. So something that was a challenge, like, growing up, because my family, like, like my mum believes in Jesus, but she doesn't go to church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they felt, my mum particularly, and also there'd been a lot going on. Like dad passing away was yeah, a lot. Yeah, of course. Um, but she really felt, and my brothers, who don't love church, really <laughs> <laughs> felt like it was becoming like an obsession. They're like... I can remember my mum being like, it's good to have a little bit of faith, but you don't need to let it take over your life. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of the point. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what I was going to say was mm. the reason I remember that in this context is because we had it like a youth church service at a five o'clock time on a Sunday yeah. and I wasn't allowed to go to both like uh, the youth and the yeah. evening service because it was too much church. Okay. No, I had the same much. I had the same thing. Though yeah. my, my parents have no faith whatsoever. It was like we're dropping you there once a week. We're not dropping you there twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same summer. What, yeah. what well <laughs> graciously she would Friday she would do let me go Friday and Sunday. Like she's a very, very generous person. Yeah. Um and so yeah, but I wasn't allowed to stay yeah. for five hours. <laughs> like all my friends were. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, so I said so that what, the reason I'm telling that story mm-hmm. is because I didn't then meet Phil until much later because he was that, like, sort of next gen, not whole generation older than me, but like yeah. enough of a gap that he was just at the evening service yeah, and yeah, I was okay. at the younger service. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I met him. Um, when I sort of was old enough to organise myself to get places and <laughs> was allowed to do both. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, was that like based around you getting your licence? You're like, well, if you're not dropping, I'm driving for five, to get there for I five I don't hours. know how I got there. <laughs> friends? Yeah, maybe friends. Because I didn't pack. get my licence until later. Mm. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Do you remember first impressions of Phil? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) He was wearing his cycling lycra. Nice. Up the top, like out the front of church. Not a good first impression. (laughs) You're like, whoo. This is is like a memory of. Yeah, I love it. And I think it was like way before. So it was probably more like when I was at 
younger church mm. and he was just like that guy who wore the cycling lycra <laughs> who plays the drums like, who's that creep <laughs> <laughs> because the reason he was doing that is because he did this thing called bikes for bibles oh, where yeah, he yeah. cycled from like perth yeah. to melbourne yeah and chris was stevens money. has done that too. oh right yeah, he's yeah. done he's done S- perth to sydney and cairns to melbourne right as well so yeah. phil's so obviously done that too the reason why he was doing that is because he was raising money mm. <laughs> Oh, stop parading around in your cycling gear. I know. <laughs> he's like, oh, and then you find out like <laughs> he's riding for bike. Is that when when you found out he was riding, like raising oh. money for? Is that when you're like, hang on? No, because <laughs> <laughs> that's like way before. Okay, like yeah. I just remember that. I think I was dating somebody else at that time. Okay. Um. Yeah. I was just thinking the the curly that I've heard about would be like, oh, he's raising money. Maybe that <laughs> for the Bibles. Very, very godly. I probably would have been excited about that later <laughs> on. Um, yeah, no, I think we first started to talk when, um, like, just doing, like, young adults event type stuff. Mm. Yeah, we bonded over drinking tea because I liked tea. Mm. And he was learning how to be a barista. No. Oh. When he started messaging me tea. <laughs> and he invited me on a date that I didn't know was a date. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He did the whole like, oh, there's like this cafe down at Cronulla that they have a whole tea menu. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. And we walked along the beach at Cronulla. I'm like, that's definitely a date. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> No, like on reflection later. Like <laughs> on reflection. Yeah. On reflection. I think I know yeah. what this title, the title <laughs> of this episode <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, That's funny. There's many questions that come out of that. First of all, I was going to ask you about tea. But then, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, I was going to make the point that, like I said, I'd get you a coffee before, before the podcast. <laughs> and you're like, oh, cool, large batch. I'm like... <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't drink tea or coffee. I'm oh. like, what's a batch? And then you're like, I had to. I said, yeah, I had to message you and say, does this reveal my ignorance? <laughs> so I don't know what a large batch is, but I feel like you're quite passionate about hot drinks. Is yes, you could say that. Why do you think that is? And I want to give you some, yeah, a power ranking of teas. Power <laughs> ranking of teas. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe like top three go to. If you're going to reach into coffees. Let's go tea. Oh, Let's go tea. Start with tea. Start I feel tea. like coffee's... Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> I think um, Kirillian and uh, Phil can do a hot drinks round of trivia at week 100%. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Tell That's us. That's really oh, don't, oh, careful. That. It'd be interesting. You don't want to give away too much because oh. you're going to do the questions as people listen to the podcast. Well, yeah. Anyway, you'll, you'll reveal that, your knowledge. That's just giving... Like, if they listen to this... It gives All you power get, to them. Yeah, you get uh, you get points, <laughs> extra points. <laughs> so yeah, best go. teas. Okay, so like a Chinese blend of Ooh. black tea, not yeah. green tea. Yeah, of like they're like kind of some smoky, like lapsang shushan. Yeah, and a yunnan tea, mm. and then there's a third one that I don't remember what it is. And Phil used to get these teas and blend them up himself, oh, and it, and wow. then you have it with a little bit of milk, and it yeah. is the best. Wow! Closely, it you can it's closely yeah. replicated by when T two used to make it's called a morning red tea. Oh, yeah, it's that's pretty close. Anyway, so that's number one. But basically, it's kind of like an English breakfast, but better, hundred times better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then. 
the other really nice one that I forgot about and hadn't had for ages, but it used to be my email address. That's how much <laughs> I loved it. Is this is great. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> um, it's called Gem My Cha. Do you know Gem My Cha? It's no. green tea mm-hmm. with little bits of roasted popcorn in it. Popcorn? Wow. Yeah. So wow. it's got like this. That doesn't wow. feel very traditional. It's, I don't know where it's from. Probably. Oh, no, it's Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Delicious. Mm. Oh, I don't know what my third one is. Is that because there's just too many? Um, they're the two best ones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's like, if you were to reach into your cupboard today, what would you pull out? Like, do you have those those two um, on hand or is there no, something you would just pull out? Life gets busy. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's expensive as well. And yeah. Yeah. No, Phil just gets the like breakfast blend yeah. in his work mm. and ah. brings it home. So we don't have to pay for tea or coffee. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I think good. it's like Camellia brand or something. Okay. Very cool. It's pretty good. It's, but it's, it's a nice yeah. breakfast blend. Is it Camellia? Tiny bit of, I think it might be com- called Camellia. I think the brand. Oh, okay. But like the tea plant is Camellia sinensis, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Chocolate. I'm just not a hot drink guy. Like, yeah, I'll have an occasional hot chocolate. That's about it. It's boring. Yeah, that's right. fine. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Huh? Boring. Oh, huh? what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's not boring, but I feel like that would be a challenge in, yeah. like, social situations. What do you order when you go out for coffee with someone? No, thanks. <laughs> this is why he doesn't get asked to coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Yeah, when people, like, catch up for a coffee, I'm like, yeah, sure. Sounds and great. And I'm like, yeah, I just, yes, yeah, sadly... What's on the juice menu? It's uh yeah. I just get water. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a cold drinks guy. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll have choice between tap water and cold water. It's cold water every day. Okay. Every day, every week, every month, um, every hour. But it doesn't have the same like yeah. ritual to it. I know, see I don't I don't I've I've got my own rituals, I suppose. Sure, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through, like, I think I, I started with tea and then when I started working, like, before and after school care and had to get mm. up really early, that's when coffee entered my life. Mm. But also matcha because it has more mm. caffeine than coffee oh, does. Good so I have had matcha in I a couple of, I, I don't got mind. really into that for a while okay. and now it's just coffee mm. yeah. all the way. I think I respect the, I, like, I make Karen, my wife, a coffee. Mm. I just can't drink it. Mm. I just, it's... Yeah. I've got, a, like I've said, I said this, I make this joke, I've got enough bitterness in my life <laughs> before, before I add more. I just can't do the bitterness, bitterness bitter coffee, taste. it wouldn't be bitter. I know yeah. that, but I have, I have had, I've had what my wife tells me is good coffee. Mm. And I'm like, nah, I can, I can understand, I even like the smell. Uh, yeah, I, I loved the smell before I liked the taste. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I always liked the smell of it. Maybe it's just a, like a, a midlife crisis point for me. <laughs> so I'll start drinking coffee. <laughs> Oh, well, you're well past that. Things really went downhill. <laughs> that's <laughs> coffee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the thing. I like. I respect people that are like really keen on it and really interested in it, and like, yeah, the ritual part of it and all that stuff. Like, but I just, I can't do hot drinks. Like, <laughs> I once described tea as just lukewarm bathwater. <laughs> oh, but yeah, if you're drinking lukewarm <laughs> tea, tea. Then, then it's not a good time. Yeah, but. The hospital tea is dirt tea. It's basically just scooped up dirt 
put into a <laughs> tea bag. It's really good. It's really good. No, it's oh, terrible. Like, <laughs> like, you know those people like they ask like head chefs, like big famous chefs, they're like, What's your favourite meal? And they're like, Oh, I love McDonald's. <laughs> that's what it's, I thought that's what you were gonna say. Like I could have this amazing foie gras or whatever and then I could just have a Big Mac. A big <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it seems like it was a shared love between you and Phil. Is that right? Of hot beverages? Yeah. That's what we bonded over. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it really started? Probably. Mm, that's that's kind of cool. I though. learnt to like coffee because of him. Yeah. Because he was really into coffee. Well, because he's a cyclist as well. <laughs> yes, sir. If you, you can't, I don't think you can be a cyclist in Australia and like, not like coffee, yeah. can you? Yeah. He just trained to be a barista when I met him. Mm. He was a butcher before that. Wow, really? Do you know, <laughs> this know is that. a funny thing. <laughs> Karen and one of her friends, went, sorry, I'm talking about myself for a bit. Or I'm actually talking about Karen. Um, well, it's your podcast, though. It is, Joe Revol. They were talking about, her and a friend were talking about, what's the worst job that you could, ma- like someone could marry, mm. or you could marry someone with that job? And Butcher was at the top, <laughs> top of the list. I'm like, that's a bit rough. And they're like, oh, yeah, Garbage Man's right behind it. I'm like, oh, okay. Fishmonger. Yeah, Fishmonger. Yeah. Crap. yeah. That's no yeah. good. I said, well, lucky lucky, I won't be. <laughs> I'm not chucking garbage and I'm not chopping meat. So, but I think, again, Butcher's another thing. It's like not many people do it, but you've got to be good at it. Mm. And you've got to like understand it really well. And mm. Is that Very what is, is Phil like that as well? Precise. But also, what like I mean. one thing, you know, like let's let's focus um, on yes, making he this is. thing better. Yes, very I like much those so. Very much so. I like mechanics that That's are like that. Special, in, you know, like hard quiz. He's yeah. Like yeah. this week, I've really been getting into whatever it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I do the like same the special thing. Interest. Just obsess over something for like three weeks, and then yeah. obsess over something else. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which I also do, but yeah, yeah he's very um, likes to do things well. But not many things. What that would be like? Like, if you're going to have one thing, it's like, just do this yeah. one thing well. Yeah. yeah. He always is like, why do you always try new recipes all the time? Just do one. <laughs> just perfect just do one. One thing well. <laughs> I'm like, that's so boring. <laughs> I love this. I feel like you're a bit of a connoisseur of many things. That's what I'm Sunday. We like food. We used to spend a lot of time going to like cafes and restaurants and stuff. I think yeah. cause it's like he's in that industry. And yeah. 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 We yeah. went wine tasting for our honeymoon. Lovely. Yeah. It was good. Mm. And so like the, the coffee thing as well, it's a bit like wine tasting yep. in that it's like, well, the, so the filter coffee that I drink. Large like batch. A large batch. Sorry, just a batch. Is it a batch and just the largest the size or is it large batches? No, no, the largest the size. Okay, cool. The yeah. batch is the batch brew. No, just yeah, yep. Because you can taste like the more nuanced flavors of the mm. different. Coffee did you have beans. that today? Yeah, that's what you got me. Yeah, I know. I'm saying, did, did you find that you? Because they told me it was an Ethiopian blend. Yeah, it was great. And I said, I'll pass it on to the drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. So the best, my favorite bean is Ethiopian coffee. Okay. Often. It has like a jasmine vibe, like a almost like a jasmine tea floral kind of mm. vibe, and that's very very nice. Mm. Yeah, we went to Ethiopia as well. It was great. Did yeah. you have coffee there? Yeah, so we went to visit coffee farms. Oh wow! Because Phil, so Phil's worked for a coffee racer for a long time, mm. um, and they were going to do like a coffee sourcing trip, and we wanted to go to 
Africa. <laughs> and so we went and did that for two weeks and travelled around Ethiopia and then we went to Mozambique for two weeks. Wow. Great segue. It was amazing. Wait. I just remembered that you wanted to ask me about yeah. that too. Yeah, no, it's a really good segue to um, how did that come about. So obviously through the coffee, coffee links that you were able to yeah. do that in Ethiopia. Yeah. And then how far is Mozambique from Ethiopia? It's not that far. Um, so we had to fly through Tanzania and change over, planes. Over <laughs> Sorry. No, no, we had to like – so oh, from Ethiopia land, we to had Tanzania. to change planes Sorry. in Tanzania and then keep going south. Yep. Um. So, so Mozambique's on the coast. Yes, um, I believe it. My knowledge of like North and Central Africa is based around the teams that play in the African Cup of Nations football tournament. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you say yep? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree with that. And also, I remember having to read a book about Mozambique in high school. I don't even remember what the book oh, was. Wow. But really? We, okay. We. I, well, I didn't really know anything about Mozambique until we went there. So we wanted to. Mm basically dip our toe into another culture world and do the we, so in Mozambique we stayed in it's a in a mission compound so run by iris ministries that um have like a orphanage for want of a better word um and medical compound and they also run like a it's a bit out there but like a mission school so people go there for like two years and it's almost like a training college um but they also have like accept visitors to come and just kind of help with stuff because they feed a thousand people a day wow so they need hands yeah um so we just were hands and we got to see what life is like and experience and dip our toe in and find a like i guess just have a tiny taste of the beginning of what life might look like if we went down that path for doing cross-cultural mission. Yeah. Um, And we learnt a lot. Um, Ethiopia is so beautiful. Um, So we weren't doing mission stuff there. We were just Mm. travelling around. Um, It was amazing to visit coffee farms. and Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And we travelled to some really beautiful places. Um, and it's lovely talking to Trudy now. Yeah. Yeah, I love hearing her stories. Yeah. I'd love to Gosh, talk what, what country are you going to? Ethiopia. She's, she's oh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Yeah. Sorry, okay, yeah. Long, yeah, long time I'd love partners. to do more mm. stuff with her. Um, anyway, and Mozambique. Yeah, so it was good. We were staying. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. We just got the map up. Yeah. Eck, if you want to put the map. <laughs> you, you really throw Eck under the bus <laughs> for the edits. Oh, yeah, I like... <laughs> Like giving him a chance. Oh, that's where yeah, Addis Ababa is the yeah. is the um the capital of Ethiopia. It's turning into a geography podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We can do a quiz. What was it like what's the give us one memory from Ethiopia and Mozambique that really stood out to you and you still really remember, like it really impacted you? Um the people in Ethiopia just everyone we met was so full of joy Hmm. and like singing all the time (laughs) and like they it was cool and very mind-blowingly humbling but like at one of the farms they like slaughtered a bull for us who like were visiting the the farm and i suppose like 
they, the people were with are buying their coffee. So that's like, they were like honored guests, the people that we were with, yeah. but like yeah. they were just so joyful and wanting to share that. So we like ate like raw bull and I was like, oh, we're going to get so sick. Um, Did you? <laughs> um, yes, but not from that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and like slept under the stars on the farm. Like it was wow. amazing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, just beautifully generous, joyful people singing. Yeah, beautiful. It's <laughs> my memory of Ethiopia. Mozambique mm. was hard. Um, and we learn a lot about like their history. They've they'd, they've just been civil war there for right. such a long time, and it's just caused such like intergenerational trauma and just yeah, a lot of like steeped poverty. Um, and it's just really like so. Iris is trying to help the whole kind of the town break out of that, and not just kind of solve the like go in and i don't know feed people but like yeah help it but like it's make hard it, like and well you said generational trauma is like generational change for that yeah yeah, yeah. um mm. so yeah it was an amazing experience and i think just little things like even just how long it would take to not feel like an outsider and um yeah i think we took that away of like we have like it's great like if you make a decision to go and do that that's awesome but like you share Jesus in the context of relationships and deep relationships I think because God's very relational and to need to learn a whole new language and culture to be able to do that is a really really big time commitment yeah it would be so that's kind of why we decided not to because we felt like we had relationships here um, and it wasn't where God was leading us at the time. Um, yeah, but it's yeah, Mozambique. still cool to really, do, still really cool to do it though. It was really cool. Mm. It was a great experience. Yeah, that's cool. And that was before you had kids. Yeah. Okay. That was two thousand and nine. Yeah. Cool. Segway. Looks um, <laughs> 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 really good when you say it. Sorry. What did you say? Nothing. Oh, come You're on. You're the Segway guy, aren't you? No, no, no. I was just breaking up his Segway to be annoying. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blow up your Segway. Uh, I was going to ask you about your kids. Yeah. Um, please we've please got tell us about your kids. Lucy, who is 12. Mm -hmm. She just started year seven. Um, Asha, who is 10, nearly 11 in year five. And Mackie, who's four, and he'll start kindergarten next year. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, something I always ask parents that come on the podcast is, what do you think God has taught you through being a parent? <laughs> <laughs> what hasn't God taught yeah. you through being a parent? <laughs> on reflection. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Um, I used to pray when I was a young Christian <laughs> that God would teach me to depend on him more. Yeah. Yeah, I think becoming a parent has realised that I need to depend on God and not myself. Mm. And I have to keep learning that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> no, I uh, think it makes a lot of sense having three children myself. It's, yep. Yeah. It does. Like, what? Still have to keep learning? Like, that. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you still have yeah. to keep learning God's grace. It's something we talked about on dance 
podcast it'll it's come out just come out and how in all these areas god reveals his character to you but i think if you if you're blessed enough to be have children like you just learn so much more about how if you're frustrated your children imagine how frustrated god is at you mm. and um yeah it was cool hearing dan reflect on that as well but it's isn't it funny like being a parent is just like it's really difficult but it's also really rewarding i think but um i'm just going down a rabbit hole talking about parenting <laughs> yeah i think it's a really big lesson in being out of control yeah i think that's right i think yeah. in our western privileged world a lot of things are in our control if we're reasonably financially buoyant mm. like that word buoyant <laughs> <laughs> um but I think, yeah, I work in perinatal mental health now as well, so which is like pregnancy and postpartum mental health stuff at the hospital. Yeah. And is it mainly with mums? Yeah. You mean? Yep. Yep. Um, I think pregnancy and birth and parenting in our culture is like the first time a lot of us really feel like out of control because. Mm-hmm. The pregnancy is out of your control. Even if it's IVF, it's out of your control. How the birth goes is out of your control. Yeah, it is. How kids' temperaments are is out of your control. (laughs) It's like, and I think before that, up until this point, you really kind of have at least the illusion of being in control. But in my experience, and I think in a lot of people's experience, it's the first time it's just like, whoa, this is, mm. I don't have the control here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think you're right. As a, as a Christian, then it lends itself you going, reminding you to give the control to God. Yeah. Mm. yeah and trust, really trusting him, trusting him in that and trusting that he's good. And yeah, well, I guess leaning into that, like mm. depending on him. Yeah. And he's also like giving you certain struggles to refine you as well. Oh, 100%. And mm, no, sorry, I'm being reflective myself that I think that point that you just made is really good. I think, <laughs> yeah, I was a much prouder person <laughs> before being a parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it smashed me, but in a good way. In what way? Like just. Oh, uh, I just, <clears throat> I think I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to put into words. Um, I think. I think I thought I'd be able to um, control more than what I mm. than is reality. Mm. Um, and like partly, you, sorry to interrupt you, mm. but part of the stuff you were talking about earlier on, like when you were first a Christian and stuff, like yeah, were you trying to control lots of things there? Yeah. 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 Clearly, I have problems. <laughs> you don't have. You don't have problems. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, we remember you said no judgment on other people. Yeah. No judgment on yourself as well, please. Yes. <laughs> no, like I think I. I can't have lost my train of thought. Oh, you just. Uh, we're sorry, and that's because I interrupted you. So sorry about that. But it's the illusion of control. Yeah. Is what kids smash apart. I think. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. that's what you're saying. Yeah. And it teaches you, like, actually, you don't have control. Yeah. You need to give it to God. Yes. Yeah. And you were saying that it smashed you at first when you were a parent. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I had expectations about how I would be as a mom. And 
I think that's every mum. If you though. ever talk to Amanda about some of my expectations of myself as a mum, she'll tell you they were very unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I think just taking it down a notch a little bit and not taking myself so seriously. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair enough. Mm. I think like if you're anyone like yourself who thinks deeply about things or thinks about things a yeah. lot, <coughs> and I say that because I probably do that myself as well, is that you start going, mm, yes, I've, I've, I have figured it out. So yeah. this is where the expectation is. Yeah. And now, and then there's always problems when what smashes is you're not meeting that expectation, I think. Yeah. And I think as a Christian, you're able to react to that a lot more. Maybe, I don't know if it's humbly, you said, talked about pride, maybe it's humbly or, or what, but it's... Mm. For me, it's definitely a pride thing that I've mm. yeah, um, learnt through. Mm. It might not be for other people, yeah. but definitely for me, it has def- a lot to do with, um, with pride. Mm. And I've needed to learn hard lessons of... of um, yeah, that it. Yeah, I can't put it into more words than that. But it, I think yeah. it takes a, like, uh, you being um, reflective on it. Like, it takes a big person to be able to say that. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, sure. to say that I am, I have been prideful, mm. and God has humbled me. But that takes a lot just to do that. Sure. That's, that's what I'm trying to encourage you sure. in. I think Thank you. is that, yeah, probably. <laughs> and again, because probably I overthink things a bit too much as myself. Yeah, is that like, uh, well, maybe if I just. It's also like you like I'll do awesome myself, and then God humbles you, and you're like, "Well, I should have just started at, with God in the first place, yeah. rather than going, yeah. yes, I know.'" And then, yeah, that having having that happen. Um, uh, I'm conscious of time because mm. uh, just because we like to get a good, nice, big overview of of the ge- the lives of our guests, not the guests mm. of our lives. <laughs> days of our lives. <laughs> These are the days <laughs> of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the Phil Collins song I said before? Easy, Easy love. <laughs> I, I was listening to that. Maybe song that's the other what day. I should title the podcast. <laughs> I put the yacht rock playlist oh, on yeah. Spotify yeah. and it was yeah. heaps of and doobies. My brother were jamming out. Yeah. Very I enjoy Doobie Brothers on the yacht rock. You like the Doobie Brothers? Yeah. We got one of them. <laughs> so, it's a Sim- Sim- Simpsons quote. Right? <laughs> yeah, so you you obviously ended up at Soul Revival, like we said a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, what kind of. Uh, attracted you to coming along and what kept you sticking around and yep. yeah um so whilst we um have had a wonderful upbringing at our last church and we're so grateful for our experiences there and the foundations of our faith um we were just feeling led um to move on um and something we were feeling really um We'd been reflecting a lot on God's heart for people in the world who are oppressed and seeing through like scriptures how much he cares for releasing people who are burdened in practical ways as well as spiritual ways. Um, And I think what led us to Soul Revival is that we see the need for real community who accept a broad range of people and everyone like yeah we see a, we see and saw a community that that follow Jesus which is <laughs> very good start, important good start, yeah. good start. <laughs> um 
but create a welcoming environment for anyone to come mm-hmm. and it's approachable and if you're not somebody who can sit and listen to a whole sermon and you need to go outside because you can't sit still that long that's absolutely okay and probably the pastor will come out and have a chat with you and a coffee (laughs) and that's beautiful Um, because our experience had been that um, that wasn't really the case where we were Um, and it's important like we we will think doing a lot of thinking we do a lot of thinking yeah, like it's all well and good to go and do something like a practical ministry out in the community, but if you've got if you don't have a church community that then can welcome people in so that they can grow as a follower of Jesus, then you need that too and not just do the the practical like you, like it's, yeah. But you also have stepped into doing ministry, especially yeah. Playing music and stuff, which is really cool. It's, that has been a big blessing to us because it felt when we were, because we were doing a lot of music at Engadine, like right. we were leading the music there. Mm. Um, and I think it's, well, for me, particularly, well, both of us, like I think Phil, Phil's a rather introverted guy. Mm. Um, and so to be a part of a small team, like a music team, was a really like good blessing for him. Mm. Um, and he, I don't know if you've, ever seen him during church singing time but he doesn't sing like he he doesn't like singing but I think he worships with with his hands (laughs) um and um and feet (laughs) yes um and yeah uh yeah music is a really important um way that I I think express um, faith mm. and um, connect with God. So um, it's been lovely to join the team. Mm. Yeah, mm. it really we really felt like once we started doing that, and I think as well because then you're part of a, a closer team and you're yeah. serving together. Like it just really helps you connect in. Yeah. yeah. But once we started doing that, we really felt, even though we were already feeling very happy to be here, that we felt more at home. Oh, it's nice also to, you know, you have certain gifts to be able to use them in ministry like that as well, which I think is really cool. (laughs) On Friday, this sparked a story in my brain. I was trying to get, there's a, we're doing things in um, the auditorium and some of the kids were jumping on the drum kit and just like making a racket. And I was trying to get them off because they weren't playing. They were just break, trying to break a drum (laughs) kit. (laughs) And Lucy it was very funny. She was like, oh, don't worry. I'll jump on. I know how to play drums. My dad plays drums. And <laughs> my point to Lucy, I was like, my dad's an electrician. Does that mean I should be able to wire your, like wire things? And she was like, yes. <laughs> and she was actually pretty good. But, <laughs> but yeah. Nice. So I look forward funny. to doing She's some electrical doing work at, um, in, the, in the future. At school. I think. Oh, okay. oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was very funny. You think? No, she's... She like, has, <laughs> yeah, in music class. Uh, oh, you, oh, she's yeah. probably going to music class, but she's like, you're like, I think she's drumming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like drumming. But I think oh, it's I get you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, she was better she than I thought, funny. actually. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good on you. It is cool. Good work, Lucy. If you're listening, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, any final questions, Brayden? Mm. Oh, 
that is a big one. I feel like we just scratched the surface it's on always so many things. That, like it's like been talking for ages. It's the same with Dan's. Uh, Last I just week. want to keep asking questions, mm. big questions. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, right. I, I'm trying to figure out a question that won't open a whole nother can of worms. I don't know if I'll, I can think of one. <laughs> That's all right. I don't know if you're making a comment on Kiralee or no. Or it's the just there's, there's so many things to chat about. We could chat about music ministry. We could chat about Sunday morning. Yeah, we could chat about coffee. We could chat about tea. Like so many things. Can we? You told us teas before mm. we wrap up the podcast. What's your top three coffees? Did you say this is coffee beans? Oh, I told you about the Ethiopian. Oh, you did. The sorry. Jasmine. Yeah, that's true. Kenyan's you did also you. very good. Phil's favorite is Kenyan. Okay. We went to Kenya as well, oh. but at a separate time. Oh, okay. Because Phil's brother married a girl called Ke- Carol from Kenya. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was saying from Kenya, so oh, we yeah. had to go there. So, so we had a girl called Kenya. Oh, no, they had, <laughs> them, they had the wedding there. Oh, oh that's oh, awesome. Really? That would have so been we cool. We went for the wedding. Wow. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a girl named Kenya. No. <laughs> so they had the wedding there, obviously. Carol is from Kenya. Carol is from Kenya. Very cool. Well, yes. Well, I think we're on an hour and 20. Wow. So I think we should wrap it up because you were saying that you don't listen to long podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to them eventually. <laughs> uh, yes, but it's been, it's been really lovely having you on. Thank, Thank you. you. I think, uh, as I said, I think the title of this podcast is going to be called On Reflection. <laughs> you didn't actually ask me the second question. Oh, the last question. Oh, That's the, last the question one. we probably should have asked. Maybe we should ask that one, guys. <laughs> Come on, listeners. Why don't you tell us? Because <laughs> we can comment, comments prepared. blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> what? They didn't ask it. All right. Get you doing. Yeah. Do it. Oh, you set me up for a question before. Yeah. Well, I think we, we did it. I feel like we've answered this a couple well, of times. Well, that's what I was going to say. A lot of this podcast has been... Application throughout. Yeah, throughout. <laughs> but we may as well ask it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, clearly, upon reflection. <laughs> <laughs> or upon. Maybe upon rather upon, than on. On reflection. Upon, upon reflection. Either one. Um, I'll think about that while you ask the question. Yeah, you can reflect about that. Mm. Ruminate. Um, <laughs> uh, looking back, if you could tell your younger Christian self something... Um, What do you think you would pass on? Um, That Jesus is really kind. Mm. Yeah. Going back to like the high expectations thing. and Not being so hard on yourself. Yeah. Mm. Like Jesus is really kind. Mm. And we are human. Um, Like I think I had part of my, I suppose, devotion and commitment (laughs) was that I expected myself to be perfect as a Mm. Christian and learning that there isn't such a thing and that humans are created in the image of God um, and designed to be in community in the image of God to reflect his image together so no one individual human can reflect God's image. We're designed, like, the image of God is a reflection of humans in in community so there is no perfect one Mm. human um yeah so i think learning that yeah telling myself that jesus is really kind and when you aren't perfect like it's, it's more about um depending on back to that original thing that blew my mind in the first place of Jesus is the whole human, like the whole, when I say whole, I mean like 
uh, seamless. Yeah, mm. human. He did it for us. So, mm. like, just keep going back to that rather than trying to. I think it comes from a place of of longing to be the image of Jesus so that other people can get to know him. I think that's part of where it comes from, but that also then creates a lot of pressure. So and mm. and it gets in the rela- in the way of I guess opportunity because mm. if you can be real with your vulnerabilities and your for one of better word failures with like my yeah. beautiful dear friends that don't know Jesus mm-hmm. and um, show them that and show them that they that Jesus is the one that is the the um, the way that we have relationship with God, not our own mm. sort of perfection or whatever. Yeah, that is that is reality. Yeah, um, and it opens up. It opens up like a whole level of honesty in relationship. 100%. That yeah. and the de- and the yeah. depth too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think that's that's something that I've realized recently is just like in everything there is more depth to it when Jesus is involved. Mm. When you allow Jesus to be involved. That's yeah. what I should mm. say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And we're called to share our lives with each other. Yep. Not just the good stuff or yeah. who we're pretending to be. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. it also allows us, instead of being perfect, like you're saying, to like if you're modelling perfection, then other people feel like they can't measure up to that. Yeah. Mm. But then you also, if you're showing the vulnerabilities, you can show like you don't have to be perfect. So you're actually modelling Jesus yeah. more mm. because saying that exactly. Jesus is kind and Jesus is the one that's perfect and yeah. he takes he takes that burden of needing to be perfect away. Yeah, mm. definitely. Like that, um, <coughs> like my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Like, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, we talking about sharing lives thank you for sharing your life with us no it's been really <laughs> lovely to have you on the on. podcast thank mm. you thank you thanks um, for having me on no, that's all right uh, no need to thank us it was um a pleasure having you on i just think um to wrap it up i just really like it how reflective you are actually because <laughs> i think the reason like you being reflective uh really shows how much like how much value and importance you place on your relationship with god Mm. And I think you're like, am I am I trying to reflect that relationship that God wants? I think you're trying to do that a lot, mm. and I r- really respect that. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for encouraging us in that way, and for anyone else that's listening or watching. I think it, this is why we do this podcast is to be encouraged with one another by sharing our lives together. So, but just in a digital format, <laughs> 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 except for the three of us. <laughs> oh, well, you were you were digital I've, for a I've while been, on that. I've um, been digital two episodes in a row. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, sorry, Ak, you have to edit me into a ghost <laughs> this week. It was edited as a ghost in a, a podcast in a few to, episodes ago. I had, to, I, had to, I had to do a few things <laughs> mid podcast. You had to put the uh, dinner. I had to on. put dinner on. <laughs> and I had to take a phone call, so it was two weeks in a row. Yeah. But anyway. anyway, I'm here. Been here the whole time. Yeah, I promise. Thank you, Kiralee, cool. for being on. Thank you. Uh, we'd like to finish with a one-way. Cool. Ready? One way. One way. <laughs>